On today's episode of Caffeination, Jordan Harrison joins from Reality Changers, a program that helps high school and middle school students get their needed education and pursue a better future for themselves. Stay tuned. Hello, beautiful people of Kata Nation. I am here with Jordan Harrison from Reality Changer. So, Jordan, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I am Jordan Harrison, Vice President of Community Impact and Partnerships at Reality Changers. Have been working with Reality Changers and the youth since 2013, and just glad to be with you today. Thank you. So, uh, first, you want to just tell us what Reality Changers is and what is your involvement with it? Most definitely. So um, our vision is, is, is simply that we see a future where all young people have uh, the opportunity to thrive in education and create laf- lifelong pathways for success. And our mission is to prepare youth to become first generation college graduates and agents of change in their communities. Um, we started in 2001. We had our founder at the time realize that there were a lot of prevention programs. There are a lot of programs telling students don't do drugs, don't be in gangs, don't do this, don't do that. And he wanted to start a promotion program where we were just promoting the tools of how to become a first generation college student and graduate. And so we start as early as eighth grade with students typically that come into our program with the 2.0 and below. And we have the goal of having them improve by just half a percent every single year, every single semester that they're with us, seeing their grades go up. So that by the time they're in their later grades, their GPA is much higher than it started. And we have an achievement coach that's a caring adult, match them, and we focus on leadership development, college knowledge, and academic readiness. And we do things for families. We do a lot. We do a whole, a whole, whole lot. Uh, but our program starts in the eighth grade. In the 12th grade, we have a year-long curriculum, walking them through step-by-step how to apply, prepare, and pay for college. And then we have our alumni network. So when they get into college, we can make sure that they graduate. There's a lot more underneath that that I can explain, but very high level. We're a program that I would say is more like a family that supports our students in so many different ways to make sure that they can be the first in their family to go to and graduate from college. That's very good because at first I thought this was just an all high school senior thing, but I didn't know that you guys even went all the way to middle school. Yeah, middle school. We have a fun way, I'll say that we start with local uh, middle schools in City Heights um, at Wilson. Well, we're based at Wilson Middle School now, so we did things with Wilson, Wilson Middle School and Clark Middle School and Memorial Middle School over in uh, Barrio Logan area. And we start eighth grade. And what we do is we, we do a challenge assembly. So we bring together all the students that have between a 2.0, 2.5 and below. We bring them to an assembly and we offer them a challenge. We have a wait list of a couple hundred students to get into our program. And we tell them, you know, if you whoever can improve their grades the most in the next month, um, we'll jump our wait list and get into our program. And that's one way how we bring in students. And there's a lot more that goes into that. But we look for some of the toughest and brightest students to start and support them and help them envision what they can see as their future. And it's interesting starting in eighth grade, on average, the eighth graders that we're initially talking to know between two or three universities, and that's sometimes it. And so just to meet them there 
And by the time they're a senior year, they're easily naming off 20 plus universities, their majors that they're interested in, the type of careers they want to explore, and really helping them build that college going identity year over year. And you mentioned that it started off in Wilson, right? Yeah, we started off in Golden Hill. We're, we're in the new Wilson Middle School now. And then we moved from Golden Hill in a small, we started in a small church. Then we moved to Health Sciences High Middle College uh, right there in City Heights on 39th and University. And now we're on 37th uh, at Wilson Middle School. My interview with Jordan Harrison will continue after this short message. What is going on, everyone? Alex, thanks so much for having me, man. My name is Asus. I am the vice president of the City Heights Rotorac Club. We're in Toronto Park right now in City Heights, and we just did this incredible walkthrough throughout the entire park where we cleaned up. All of us collected in only an hour, which is incredible. And we're doing stuff just like this all over City Heights Rotorac Club. So it's just a group of young professionals who really value what it is to be a part of the community, and most importantly, giving back and serving the community in the process of doing that. If you ever want to get involved or ever want to learn more, Alex is a great guy to connect with, but we'll be in City Heights Rotaract. To learn more about Rotaract or even be a part of it, go to cityheightsrotaract.org for more information. How does a day-to-day look like for Reality Changers when you are involved in these students' lives? Yeah, like my personal day-to-day or the students' personal day-to-day? You could say both just to see everybody's perspective. Yeah, so in in my current role, I do a lot of the community partnership work. So I'm out at a lot of different meetings, whether it's elected officials or different companies or different schools, figuring out how we can bring more people to the table. And I also still run our leadership development program for the youth. And so that program is uh, every two weeks we meet with about 20 or 30 of our students that are really interested in developing more of their leadership skills and we use a very identity-based leadership development model with them so what a program night would look like is a student comes in first 30 minutes we have uh well first off they're coming in there's music people are greeting them there's excitement like we're trying to create a vibe this ain't just a program you come up to and it's just like oh i feel like i'm in school like nah this is your spot to come kick it have a good time see some folks and be about our business and be excellent about what we do and so they'll come in first 30 minutes We'll teach them some things about college. We might do some public speaking practice. The next 30 minutes, we have dinner. Um, and that's the only cost to our program. There's no cost, but we just ask families, this is pre-COVID, to bring dinner two times a year for 50 people. So we had everything from pozole, mole, cebosas, tacos, chicken, any, anything you can think of. Like We had all that type of food. That's why I stayed so long. It was great dinner from the families. It was great. Then we'll have an inspirational TED Talk type of lesson to really get the students inspired. We, we know that the students that we're serving and just with our own identities, the struggle is real sometimes. Before they go off to study for the next hour and a half, which ends our night, uh, we try and give them like a 30 minute inspirational type of TED Talk lesson. It could be about leadership. It could be about a historical figure that could relate to the first gen struggle, or they had a story, or we might bring in a guest speaker, but something to really build um, their capacity, their mindset, and their own personal leadership development development skills. And then the last part is the hour and a half of tutoring where we have over 30 or 40 volunteers that come in and help us tutor. And then they, they go home after that. So most of the tutoring right now is volunteer. Our volunteers come from all over. Uh, we have great partnership with local universities where a lot of uh, student orgs will come and volunteer for us for a whole semester. We have retired teachers that come in and we put them in study rooms with students. And so they're able to not just tutor students, but also build relationships with students as well. We know that the more caring adults that young folks can have, the better they are situated to succeed. 
um, and knowing that if we can surround them with, so, so this is how incredible it is for us. In our space, in one program night, an eighth grader can meet a 12th grader, a current college student, a young professional, and a retired professional all in one night. And so just that relationship capital that they're able to gain and be amidst is, it creates just like a positive peer mentorship for uh, all the students. We've seen like a day-to-day with how it works with middle school and with high school. Tell us more about college and like how you guys managed to get students into college. Yeah, so that's that's our 12th grade program where in the fall, it's I would say it's your typical college prep program where we're helping students with their FAFSAs, we're helping students write their PIQs if they're applying to UC schools, completing the CSU applications, if they're doing the common application for private schools or other things, we'll help them through there. And that's the whole fall. So it's a lot of essay editing, a lot of essay writing, a lot, just a lot of a lot of preparing students for that. The spring is where we do a college survival series. So we help students understand things that I wish I knew before going to college, like how to deal with the roommate, what is a credit card and when to get it, what are office hours. So we call that like surviving college. And it's a whole series on just like conflict resolution, language of colleges and universities, all to help our students be ready when they go through and go off to college. And then when they get to college, our alumni network here at the local Southern California universities, we have a peer ambassador program where they'll be greeted by and connected with a current third or fourth year student that will be able to help them understand the campus, understand what resources, understand what classes to take, and really just serve as a peer guide to give them a friendly face. And anytime a student goes to some of the universities where we have a lot of our alumni at, which are at a lot of them across the country, we, we connect them so that they have a friendly face from their same block or from their same neighborhood and being able to connect with them on a college campus. So it's, it's great to see some of our students go from like City Heights to, to La Jolla, UCSD or UC Berkeley, or even to community college. Like we really support all the spaces where our students are branching off to and going to. And there's a lot of people who maybe don't want to stay in San Diego or in California to say at least something they want to go out maybe to New York, Chicago. So are there ever like times where you guys explore and talk about other colleges outside of California? Oh, absolutely. We have guest speakers come in from all over. Um, I think last year, virtually we had schools in New York, like Columbia came, um, but we're very, we, we promote so many different schools outside of California too. Now the challenge is, especially serving first-gen students is we want to make sure we educate the families as well. And in terms of like, what does that mean? And help us sure, make sure students students know because we've had some students um, that adjustment period when you go from you know, City Heights or San Diego and you go to a big city like New York and that preparation for that or space to Philadelphia and our students do excellent out there we just really make sure that there's some supporting but we bring in guest universities from all across the country to come in and talk with our students all the time. After students are done with the program of Reality Tenders is there a possibility for a comeback? Yes, absolutely. That's our whole goal is to provide spaces for our alumni to come back. We have some that come back as volunteers. We have some that come back and help us out as our key events. We have a lot that come back as like guest speakers just to inspire and share their story with our students because they sat in the exact same seats a lot of our students sat in. To have them come back and to share is is transformative. And the success of our organization is in our alumni and what they're doing and, and hopefully them coming back because our, our goal is to have students become agents of change and the change that we want to see in the world for the better to make the world really a better place and how our students can be the leaders of that. And part of that's them coming back and inspiring those coming after them to continue on the legacy that we want to leave in the world. 
And that was my interview with Jordan Harrison. Such a lovely guy. To be involved with Reality Changers or learn more about them, go to realitychangers.org or follow their Instagram, realitychangers.org. For those of you who didn't know, right now, Cafe in a Cafe is doing a Diaz del Verano summer seasonal drinks. We have a Jamaica lemon lime, a lavender earl grey horchata, and a vanilla cold brew cola float. For each purchase of one of these drinks, you'll receive a ticket to enter yourself into a raffle that will get you awesome prizes such as t-shirts, hats, and other cool stuff from Cafe in a Cafe. Our summer drink sales and all additional ticket sales will raise a fund for reality changers. There's only two weeks left before Diaz del Verano ends. So if you're in San Diego, I recommend you to come quick because time is ticking. And I want to close off by saying that if you're a parent out there listening, I really recommend you to give reality changers a try. A lot of the tools that reality changers gives to these students, I wish I had growing up. The right people to talk to, the right group of friends, and overall the right environment. I just really recommend everybody listening right now check out reality changers and start connecting people with reality changers that is gonna be it for this episode of Cata Nation stay tuned next week as I had another special guest Nisar Martin tells us her journey in art from all her struggles to all of her biggest accomplishments thus far we'll see you next week and as always we are Cata Nation This has been a Catanation Studios production. To get involved or be a possible guest on the show, go to my Instagram, Catanation Studios, at WeAreCatanation, for more. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts just like this one, go to wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com.